Hello, friends, and welcome to the mini edit from Edit Your Life. In these snack sized mini episodes, I answer your questions about everything from self care to parenting to relationships to home and more. Think of me like that friend you text or call when you need a quick piece of compassionate and candid advice. Send me your questions. Today's question came from a listener who asked, can you do a mini edit about puzzling, where you source them, materials you look for, approach, etc." I love this question, and it came in just as I was cracking into a fresh 1,000-piece puzzle. This message also reminded me that a while back, I posted about a puzzle I was working on and how I was doing it, and oh my goodness, the distressed DMs about my approach, it was pretty funny. Now, before I get to approach, puzzles have always been a big part of our household. I have never been great at pretend play with toys, but puzzles, I am all over them. And it started getting legitimately fun when my kids got to the 100-piece puzzle phase. Some of those puzzles were fun for me to snap together on my own. And puzzles are really fun for us to do as a family. Even Violet recently observed how she loves that puzzles help us keep off our phones. Recording this mini-edit reminds me that I have a post on my former blog, Boston Mamas, which is still alive as an archive site, and I will link it in the show notes. It's called Awesome Puzzles for Kids and Adults, and in that post, I share recommendations for babies and toddlers, preschoolers, big kids, and then 500 to 1,000 piece puzzles. Over the years, we have passed along the younger kid puzzles and continue to periodically redo 1,000 piece puzzles. And I was just talking to my friend Anne about whether it would work to do puzzle swaps. And we agreed that the main prohibitive feature is that for somewhat fastidious people like us, we would want to swap with people who never lost puzzle pieces. We'll be right back. Did you know that hyaluronic acid naturally occurs in our skin, but decreases gradually as we age, leading to thinner, drier skin? If you're looking for support hydrating your skin from the inside out, check out one of the tools in my hydration arsenal. Rituals Hyacera, clinically proven to reduce wrinkles and fine lines and increase skin smoothness in 90 days. I take Hyacera every morning with my first glass of water. And like all of the Ritual products I have tried, the capsule actually smells good. Ritual's products are tested and validated by a third party for allergens, microbes, and heavy metals. They also engage in industry-leading sustainability standards and are a female-founded B Corp, which means they hold themselves accountable to not just their company's financial health, but also the health of people and our planet. Want to join me in hydrating from the inside out? Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on clean science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com edit. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash edit for 25% off. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Oftentimes, when asked to think about what one would do with a bonus hour, people reference things like exercise, play, and rest. These are all super important things, and I would recommend adding getting the support you need and deserve to your list. As a mom, independent business owner, and human blessed with many relationships, I spend a lot of time giving. So one of the greatest gifts of therapy for me has been the ability to know that someone is holding space for and listening to me. No filter required. I adjust my session frequency as needed, and it is a huge comfort knowing support is there for me. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. 
This online therapy platform was designed to remove the traditional barriers to therapy and make mental health care more accessible to everyone. Simply fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash edit today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash edit. Okay, we're back and I'm going to answer the specifics of the listener ask. As for where to source puzzles, sometimes I order them online, but lately my favorite approach is just to wander through independent book or gift stores and see what appeals. Some of my favorite companies, though, include Ravensburger. Those are great for the 100-piece puzzle range, although they also have a lot of other ones. For the bigger puzzles, we have enjoyed puzzles by Springbok, Mud Puppy, and Gallison. And in that post, Awesome Puzzles for Kids and Adults, there are direct links to a bunch of great puzzles that we have enjoyed. And it also reminded me of one that I want to add to my birthday list. I also want to flag that Cavallini, the paper company, also has gorgeous puzzles. And I just did a beautiful bird puzzle in Maine with my friend Anne. But I think I haven't tended to buy those myself because they come in canisters that are a little harder to stack compared to just square or rectangular boxes. Clearly, I need to get over myself. These puzzles are beautiful. As for materials I look for, 1,000-piece standard puzzles are our sweet spot. We have not gone bigger than that, so who knows, but 1,000 pieces seems very standard to us. One time we tried doing a woodcut puzzle, and that was really fun, but our collection includes just the standard style. As for type, we do not gravitate towards puzzles that are monochromatic and absurdly hard. (laughs) There was a puzzle I did once that was all peacock feathers, and it was really terrible and stressful to do. Instead, I tend to look for puzzles that have a fun scene on them. For example, some of our favorites have included hot air balloons, a candy counter that's loaded with different jars of candy, A recent puzzle I did is a beautiful Gallison puzzle, including a series of ombre eggs. Or the other style we gravitate towards are like either sort of a grid tableau theme layout. For example, spices, cupcakes, fancy chocolates. And then we've also done some fun illustrated puzzles involving dogs and cats. As for our approach. I always start by obsessively flipping over all the pieces and then separating out the edge and blank pieces. This is just how I do it. This is how I always like to start while my family digs into the actual puzzling. We do not always start with the edges, which I gathered from my DMs is rather unconventional. And instead, people pick whatever fun area they want to work on and start looking for those pieces. So usually people are looking for specific colors and patterns. And then once I am done flipping and organizing all the pieces, I do like starting with the edge. When we get to the end where all the pieces look the same, for example, the background and the sky, I like to organize the pieces by shape and direction. Sometimes people bail on the puzzle by this point, but I find it strangely satisfying to snap in pieces just by looking for those odd little distinctions in the shapes that separate them out. So I don't know. I don't know what it says about me, but I do find it rather satisfying. I hope this was helpful and inspires a fresh round of puzzling for you. And if you have a question for me, please drop me a line at edityourlifeshow at gmail.com or DM or comment on a post on Facebook or Instagram at edityourlifeshow. Thanks for listening. 
Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy.